your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. An urgent recruitment drive is now on for foster carers in this region. Region At present, there are currently 395 foster carers and 492 children in foster care in the Midwest region. Live 95's Ali Carr has been chatting with Claire Murphy from Tusla. Ireland is a leader in foster care and we have approximately 4,000 foster carers. But the reason that we're going out with this particular recruitment campaign is for two main reasons. The first is the impact of COVID-19, which has meant that we've had higher referrals to to the Child and Family Agency and we've had Mm -hmm. higher numbers of children coming into care. And the other issue is the humanitarian crisis in Ukraine, which has also led to us providing foster care for a number of children coming from Ukraine. So for both of those reasons, we are we are recruiting additional foster carers because we need them. Are having an online information day of training and that's on the 21st and the 22nd? That's that anybody who's interested will go on to fostering.ie our free call 1-800-226-771 where they will be taken through what will happen on that day but basically on that day we will be explaining why we need what fostering is, why we need foster carers, what will be involved in the assessment process, what kind of matching we do, all the supports that we offer to foster carers. So I think, you know, if anybody is it like people, we don't just need full-time foster carers, we need respite foster carers. So I will be saying to people, even if you can give a weekend a month or a week a month or whatever you can give, that we really would like to talk to anybody who has any interest in fostering, even if it's not full-time fostering. Uh, What I can tell you is we have approximately 4,000 nationally and in children and care, we have 5,248 nationally. Almost everybody can apply, is, is now eligible to foster. As you say, previously, you know, you had to be married, you couldn't be working, you had to own your own home. Now none of those apply. You can be in a same-sex relationship, you can be of a different origin, African, Eastern European, you can have a disability, you can be not have a job, you can rent your own home. We really are interested in talking to people from a diverse range of backgrounds and all of them are eligible to be a foster parent. It's impossible to say because it changes every day. Like mm-hmm. right now, I don't know how many are as an agency. We don't know how many unaccompanied minors might arrive in from Ukraine or other countries. Mm-hmm. But suffice to say, we have a serious deficit of foster carers and we really need to recruit as many as we can. But the figure will, will change all of the time. Mm-hmm. It's impossible mm-hmm. to say how many, how many we would need. But we are really appealing to get as many foster carers as we can. That's Claire Murphy there from Tusla chatting to Live 95's Ali Carr and it certainly sounds like a, a, a tone of desperation almost in her voice. We'd also love to hear on Limerick today from any Limerick people out there who have fostered in the past. I know a few and uh, have done so very successfully. And if you want to share your story, do get in touch with us. We'd love to hear it on the programme 0861239595. Now, Bus Aaron are looking for drivers and they have 25 vacancies for people interested. They're holding an open day at the Limerick Depot on the Roxburgh Road. To hear more about it, we're joined by Brian Connolly, Bus Aaron Senior Operations Manager for the West. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Julian. How are you? I'm good now, but 25 vacancies, that sounds like an awful lot. How come you have so many at the one time? 
Yeah, uh, well, as you mentioned there, we are we are holding uh, driver recruitment open days, but tomorrow and on Saturday at our Roxborough Road bus depot in Limerick from, from 8 until 2 o'clock. And the reason we are looking to uh, hire 25 new bus drivers is because we are, are significantly expanding our service, I suppose, under the NTA's Connecting Ireland plan. Uh, and just to give an example of, of some of the enhancements that are there, um, over the next number of weeks, we will have an enhanced Route 314 between Limerick City and Ke- County Kerry. Uh, that serves Mungrish, Clarina, Askeaton and so on. And it'll be going from 50 trips per week to 108 per week. So it's a, a, a more than a doubling of the service there. Uh, Route 332 uh, will see Limerick City connected to Cashel in, in Tipperary by public transport for the first time. So there'll be 84 trips there per week. Uh, and an enhanced Route 328 will see a tripling of the frequency and services between Limerick City and Mitchellstown and County Cork. So I suppose with with all that additional services, uh, you know, we obviously we need uh, additional drivers to operate those both full-time and part-time, and they would be based at our Roxburgh Road depot uh, and help us to support the growth of our services. What will be happening on the open day itself? Yeah, well, as I mentioned there, the, the open days are, are tomorrow, Friday the 16th, and, and on Saturday, obviously, as well, between 8 and 2. And I suppose it's a fast-track uh, version of our normal uh, recruitment process, so we're encouraging uh, those with Category D, B, or C licences to join us for our open days. And for Category D licence holders who are already licensed to drive a, a bus, fully qualified, and so on, uh, they'll be put in the driving seat, actually, given a, a, a driving assessment in one of our vehicles, our, our coaches, or double-deck vehicles, accompanied by one of our training supervisors. And, you know, upon the successful completion of that, we'll, we'll, we'll do a small um, assessment and, uh, and, and an interview and could even be offered a job immediately on the day. Um, but as I mentioned there, we are also encouraging Category B or C license holders. They'll be taken out by our training supervisors in a car and if, if successful, be enjoyed, in, uh, invited to join our uh, training program in Limerick where they'll be trained up to full Category uh, D license and become a fully licensed bus driver. And how long does that take? The process or the, the training the to you know to to train once if you're let's say you only have the, a license to drive a car sure. and you have to go through that bus air and training to drive the bus to get the D license how long does it take? Well, uh, assuming applicants have uh, uh, their CPC and they have to have uh, uh, at least a valid CPC bus case study which on details around that can be found on ndls.ie. Uh, the actual training programme within Bosseron to be to be fully trained up to, to Category D licence can be done within six weeks. Okay, so not, not so long. But um, is there an age you're looking for? Does it matter what age? Do they have to be over a certain age? You do. You have to be over 21. You can't get a D licence otherwise. And, and that's one of the criteria there. When I was growing up... Um, female bus drivers were pretty rare, but there's plenty of them around now. So I presume yep. you're, you're encouraging women to, to apply. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Over the past number of years, we've actively sought to increase the, the level of female drivers that we have uh, in the organisation. And as you say, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're out there now and visible and that, and, and they're a very, very welcome addition to, to the organisation. I suppose traditionally, 
um, females may not have seen it as a, as a career to be bus driving and that, but that's certainly changed over the past number of years and we have, we have seen a steady increase in the number of female drivers we have throughout the organisation. Is the lack of drivers at the moment, is it preventing the development of the service? Not, not so far. It is, it is difficult out there, I suppose, from a recruitment point of view. Um, with the economy is at full employment now and, uh, you know, trying to get uh, drivers has been, has become more difficult than it has been in the past. So far, it hasn't prevented us from expanding our services and both under the, the Connecting Ireland project and, and the Future Bus Connect project in Limerick uh, and Galway, you know, we are going to, to require a significant number of additional drivers uh, over the, the short to medium term. And um, so that's why I suppose we we're holding this recruitment day uh, tomorrow and and on Saturday to to encourage people to take up a career as bus driving uh, with bus Aaron. We had a, a listener on not so long ago. They held a, a, a kind of public meeting out in Charleville, which is North Cork, but it's just on the border of Limerick and many people kind of living around the surrounding areas. Um, and the reason was because they're very unhappy that the there isn't a bus there that gets them into Limerick City in time for work. Okay, so there's a bus. I think the, the only bus leaves at half eight in the morning. But by the time you arrive into Limerick City, most jobs will have started. Lectures will have started for students. And, you know, they're, they're campaigning uh, in order to get a bus. Do those kind of public meetings work in your experience, Brian? You know, trying to change the local bus service timetable to suit the residents? Yeah, well, I suppose, um, you know, the requirements and, 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 and that of, of the public in general... Uh, it's always good to to get that message out there and to get it, uh, I suppose, to the people that matter. In this instance, um, ourselves and the NTA are working very hard in terms of the Connecting Ireland project. So all of those kind of consultations and that are very, very important to feed into those processes uh, to ensure that, that we are hitting the right uh, spots around the country. And I suppose the, the strategy... Uh, with Connecting Ireland is to build on the existing transport networks to to deliver enhanced levels of public transport and to fill any gaps in service provision, as you mentioned there, you know, where where people feel there is a gap in the service, that type of consultation is very, very important and critical to to ensure that those, and and the Connecting Ireland project uh, is aiming to fill all those gaps and, and increase connectivity, in particular within rural Ireland. What are the benefits of being a bus driver? Okay, well, I suppose first and foremost, people will want to know about the, the pay. But I mean, there is a very competitive benefits package for drivers in bus air. And uh, basic pay for a full-time driver starts at 731 uh, per week based on a 39-hour week, typically working over uh, five over seven days. And, and do they get those 39 hours? Oh, they do. That's that's a, a minimum, a guaranteed minimum. Um, so that that's the the starting salary is seven hundred and thirty one per week, and that does rise over a number of years up to about eight hundred and forty six, I think it is, uh, per week. Uh, on the part time driving side, then drivers are paid eighteen seventy five per hour with a guaranteed minimum of eighteen hours per week uh, over Saturdays and Sundays. But in addition then to the salary, there, there are very good benefits in terms of pension and welfare scheme and, and in particular, I suppose, the level of training, that's ongoing training that exists as well. And these 25 positions, are they full-time or part-time? Uh, a mix of both, chiefly, uh, chiefly full-time, uh, but we do need part-time drivers as well. 
And uh, job satisfaction level, Brian. Like, I mean, park the money, which is obviously first and foremost what people care about. And they like things like, um, you know, a pension scheme. But like, as a job itself... Yeah, well, I suppose, speaking to our drivers themselves, they'd say the best thing about being a bus driver is getting to to uh, interact with passengers every day, getting people to the destinations, getting them to to meet the people that matter to them. And um, so, you know, it is, a, it is a very significant part of the social fabric and, and our drivers feel they play a very important role in that regard, whether it's getting people to work, college, or just to visit family and friends and so on. And what about the safety issue? It's certainly been something that's been in the media for a while, uh, perhaps more so on trains, but we have had our issues with buses here in Limerick in the past. Routes have had to be cancelled because of antisocial behaviour. Yeah, absolutely. Look, there's no doubt there, there is an issue there. Uh, thankfully for Bus Erin, it is not as, as prevalent as, as maybe some other transport operators. Uh, you know, but every effort is made from a management perspective to uh, to ensure the safety of our staff. And uh, it's, it's a duty of care that we take very, very seriously. Um, you know, that whether it's protective screens within within vehicles in urban areas, um, but also there's constant communication between the driver and our AVL control centres. So if there is any issue that needs, you know, it's an immediate uh, response that we can get out to our AVL control centres, whether they have to call the Gardaí or, or just advise the driver what action to take next. So, uh, you know, that, that side of the house is, is very well covered off and that's something we take very, very seriously. And Brian, you know, if people are looking for employment, but they mightn't have you know, anything other than a, a very basic licence. Do you think that, you know, going away and getting a, a, a licence that allows them to drive other vehicles, buses, trucks and vans, is, is a good step in terms of looking for jobs? I, I absolutely believe it. it it's, a, it's a very valuable uh, document to have is, is a D licence, you know. Um, is it costly? Uh, well, I mean, if you come in through to our process, um you know the cost is borne by ourselves to 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 work up to a to a D license because um, we're we're very very anxious to get uh, staff in I suppose at this stage. Um, someone doing it under their own steam, there is a cost to it. There's no doubt about that. Whether you would uh, uh, say it's prohibitive or not, I think relative to the potential earnings that you can gain from having a D license, I think it's it's very very good value in that regard. And then. Filling these positions, are those routes that you mentioned that Limerick is due to get, those enhanced services, are they all dependent on you filling those 25 positions tomorrow and Saturday? Uh, well, uh, we, we have recruitment ongoing uh, and we have uh, some people in the pipeline already in terms of, of coming on board as drivers. This is just, I suppose, to fast track that process also. But, you know, either way, whatever we have to do, we will be we will be implementing those service changes. Uh, uh, I think it's on the 9th of October at this stage. As early as that, those those changes will be implemented 9th of October? They will be implemented on the 9th of October. Well, that, yeah. that certainly is good news for people living in those areas that use those bus services. And, of course, it's good news for people who are looking for employment and uh, might consider a job working for bus air and driving buses. Brian Connolly, thank you so much for joining us on the programme this morning. Your views, your news, your